Hey guys, it's your girl Mika J and I am back with another episode of Fearfully and Wonderfully Made. Y'all, it's so great to be back. I've been gone for the past three weeks or so and I just really had to get myself together. I recently lost my grandmother who was like a second mom to me and it has been really hard trying to navigate knowing the fact that she's no longer here. It's challenging, it's difficult and of course we all go through a process of grieving and that can be difficult as well too but I just need to take that time to myself to settle and rest in my emotions in what I was feeling and allow God to help me through that because that's when you really have to rely on him the most whenever you're going through things like that because if not you'll feel as though that you're alone that he's forsaking you that he's not there and that's just not the case So it's really good to be back with you guys. And if you're a new listener and you're just now tuning into this podcast, Fearfully and Wonderfully Made podcast is a safe haven for those to truly understand what it is to have a relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, not just focusing on religion, but the relationship aspect, knowing who God is for yourself. And I wanted to create this podcast as a sense of encouragement because either you know who the Lord is or you have not quite come in contact with God for yourself yet. This podcast is to help you navigate life by showing you that you can cannot get through without God, no matter how hard you try. So thank you so much for tuning in. So glad to have you guys here. So hey, y'all, hey. And also, Fearfully and Wonderfully Made takes time out to shout out entrepreneurs. We respect and we support entrepreneurship here, mainly because it's so beautiful to see people to take that plunge and to forge a path to create generational wealth for their family and for generations to come. So we do a shout out to a small business here on the show before we get started. And today we're going to shout out Hannah White Designs. Hannah White Designs take care of all things graphics, web design, and even logos. So if you need a logo done, if you need a website design, if you need just a graphic done, whether it be a flyer, whether it be an invitation, whatever the case may be, please be sure to check out Hannah white designs if you actually want to get in contact with her and acquire her skill set please be sure to email her at hannahwhitedesigns at gmail.com again that's hannahwhitedesigns at gmail.com i'm so excited to get into this episode today y'all because god has really truly placed something on my heart that i feel as though is not only going to just be a help to me but be a help to you all as well so without further ado let's go ahead and let's dive right into it
said it is so great to be back i miss y'all i did i went through some hardships y'all like the emotions definitely have been all over the place but you know in the grieving process what do you really expect all you can do is just assess your feelings understand how you feel and just go through the motions and understand that god is there with you every step of the way but when you come across situations like that and hardships and trials and tests it can get hard. It can seem as though like all hope is lost. It can seem as though nothing is panning out well. Nothing's going to work out. You truly begin to lose faith and you oftentimes question God are you here are you with me are you with me in this moment and when I was going through the emotions of everything that was happening with losing my grandmother as well as trying to navigate life as trying to deal with work and everything else that was coming my way God laid this on my heart and it allowed for me to reflect back during times I was at my lowest moment and I felt as though God wasn't there and I felt as though I was alone and no one understood And how was I going to get through this situation? The title today is God, Where Are You? As we know, life comes with many challenges, many highs and many lows. In these moments is where our faith is tested. Our belief in our Lord and Savior is challenged and at times questioned. And if I'm being honest, y'all, this is where the enemy seems to sick his hounds on us the most. Whether you are saved or lost, has accepted God or don't quite know him, we can all say that we felt this way before. Everything seems to shatter. Our hope seems to be lost. It's like being in a sunken place. Like it feels very low. It feels like everything around you is just dark. You see no way out. Well, let me just say that when you choose to accept God, you're still going to face those challenges and difficulties. But the one thing that divides us and the world is faith. And oftentimes that lies with a choice. As God was giving me this, he placed on my heart to share a piece of my testimony with you all, just to show you the things that I've gone through in life and how hard it has gotten and how difficult it seems. Sometimes the enemy will come up against you and literally beat you down so hard that you feel as though you can't go on. You don't know how you're going to get through today. You don't know if this is going to change. You don't know if brighter days are going to come. But I wanted to tell you guys a bit about my testimony to encourage you and let you know that at the end of the day, God is always there. God hears you. God, he's there for you. God loves you. God's never going to leave you. But it's easy to say those things, right? But when you're going through a situation like that, you're wondering to yourself, okay, I know I need to be encouraged. I know that, you know, I need to just trust God and get through this. But right now I feel like I cannot. So Let me tell you a bit about my story and how God showed up for me during times I thought he was lost. I grew up in church. I mean, like y'all, I sang in the choir, usher. I was in church. Okay, like I literally came out the womb, it seems, in church. So when you hear that, one tends to think, Oh, you know, well, she got it all together then. Like she grew up knowing Jesus. Her and Jesus was homies. You feel me? Like she knew him. Look, don't jump to conclusions, okay? Because it it definitely wasn't all what you think it is. And I'm pretty sure you start to think things like, you know, she's a pro at this. Well, that couldn't be furthest from the truth. (laughs) True enough, I was raised in church, but God wasn't always in me. I was just occupying the same space as him, 
But as much as I wanted to think that I knew him, I had a lot to learn. You see, God set me on my journey at a young age. As some of you may know by listening to my previous podcast episodes, my father left my mother and I when I was around the age of six and I was molested between seven and eight. And from then, my life started down a course that I can never forget. When God releases me to tell my testimony in its entirety, then, of course, I will. But for now, I want to share how he picked me up from some of my lowest points when I thought he was nowhere to be found. I mean, like literally y'all thinking that God must be lost because Jesus, like, where are you in all of this? Like, I'm not. I'm not seeing it. Like, Lord, I'm not feeling you. You see, after that happened to me, I felt unsafe, unloved. Like the only person to look out for me was me. I became distant, angry in ways, and I felt so alone, like I had no one. But I grew up in church, right? So everything should be okay. Like I should know to run to the Father, right? I should know to call on Jesus, right? I should know that hey, God, you're here because me and Jesus are homies because I grew up in church, right? I should know God is always there, but it didn't feel like that, y'all. It didn't. Well, as I continued to stay in church, God kept tugging at my heart. At the age between 12 to 14, I received the Holy Spirit and felt God has you know, some great things in store for me. If God truly wants to reach you, believe you me, I promise you he will. You see in Revelation 3 and 20, the King James version, it says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. I heard God knocking on my heart. So I answered, Little did I know that decision would change my life forever. Well, being saved isn't as easy as it looks. And I learned that the hard way at a young age. Life happened. And before I finished high school, I backslid like I was out there. Okay, and when I mean out there, I wasn't like this promiscuous person. I was like drinking at a young age. I was, you know, just being what a teenager is being rebellious in certain ways. I turned from God. Our relationship was nowhere like it was when I felt that first tug and I wanted to give my life to Jesus. This decision started a long game of cat and mouse between God and I. I mean, a long game of it. So I went to college and went down a slippery slope of drugs, alcohol, partying, fornication, heartbreak, loneliness, low self-esteem, and the list goes on. But he still was tugging at me, trying to get my attention. But what did that matter to me when I walked away from God and felt like he wasn't there to begin with? I felt like he didn't even hear me. So in my mind, it was like, what's the point? But no matter how hard I feel, I could never dismiss him completely. I could never tear down his name. Deep down, I really did love him because of the things I witnessed him do in my life. But our relationship was just never solid. It just always felt like there was something missing or I couldn't get to him fully. Well, after six years of being on my own, I decided to go back home after dealing with depression. And it was a deep depression, y'all. The whole time God was setting me up right where he wanted me. 
I came home and things were good for a while. But one day my mom and I had a heated argument and it brought back so much to the surface. So many things that I had suppressed deep down below that I thought was OK, that I thought, you know, it wasn't an issue anymore. I was on the verge of a mental breakdown. I literally remember looking my mom in the face and telling her I need to get help before I kill somebody. But little did she know I was scared that I would possibly kill myself as well. Still, my journey with God was rocky, inconsistent, unpredictable. But even though I could still feel him chasing me, I kept running. See, I was told at a young age I would be a woman of God bringing forth his word. And that weight, (laughs) that weight was a lot because even though him and I weren't on the best of terms, I didn't want to disappoint him. However, I felt like he wasn't consistent. I felt like he wasn't there for me. I was going through all of these things and I was wondering like, God, like you're supposed to show up, but you're not here. I felt alone. I felt Like he didn't care for me. He didn't love me. I was wondering, where was he? You know, why couldn't he bring me from this situation? Why couldn't he save me from myself? Well, I went to therapy and started working on my mental health. Right when you're trying to do right, here comes Satan every time. Which, of course, should have been expected because the word of God warns us in first Peter five and eight to stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion seeking for someone to devour. And oh, did he come in the package of a six foot drink of water during the time I was thirsty and vulnerable. The disgrace, the disrespect, the shame, the lack of self-esteem. And hurt I went through in that situation because I allowed myself to be put in that situation was the very last straw needed for me to truly tell God, you know what? I'm tired. (laughs) I give up. I'm over it. Help me. I need you to help me. I am inviting you in to help me because at this point, I don't know what to do. I got a new Bible. I began to read my Bible. I dived deeper in in going to church and I experienced worship in a way I never did. But that's when I encountered and experienced God. And I haven't turned back since. During this season came healing, spiritual warfare, wisdom, understanding, love, happiness, and gratefulness. You see, Since I truly invited him in this time and sought his help, seeked his face is when he showed and continues to show me that he's always been there. I was the one that was lost. Matthews 28 and 20 tells us that he is with us always, even until the end of age. In Psalms 139, he tells us that we can never escape his presence. If we go up to heaven, he is there. If we go down to the grave, he is there. You are not too far gone. And I don't know who I'm talking to. You're not too damaged. You're not too broken. You're not too much to handle. You're not too heartbroken. You see, he loves and he cares for you. He's never left you. When you made that bad decision, that mistake, committed that crime, 
caused harm to yourself and others, no matter what the case, he was always right there knocking and waiting for you to answer so he can fix and heal what you can. You just have to have faith and believe that he wants you like he wants you so much. He loves you so much with a pure agape love. And I know you may feel like you aren't enough. You aren't smart enough. You aren't pretty enough. You aren't pure enough. You aren't worth it enough. You aren't talented enough or even wanted. But I guarantee you, he wants you. Through everything that I went through, through all the mistakes that I made, through the hurt and the pain, I lashed out at people and even in my heart at God feeling like he wasn't there feeling like he didn't care he still wanted me he still loved me and that makes my heart so full to know that he cares despite the times when I felt disgusting when I felt disgraced when I felt shame and guilt he wanted me in the midst of all of that and he wants you too. he already chose you You didn't choose him. He chose you. So invite him in, y'all, because he's always been there. He's always been there with you every step of the way. And he's waiting to do wondrous things for you and through you. I hope that this helps someone today. Y'all, I'm emotional. (laughs) I'm an emotional wreck, but God is so good. He's just good, y'all. He really is. And I thank him for leading me in this word to give to you all today because it was very much so needed because there are so many brokenhearted people out there that feel as though that the things they've done the opinions of others and the way that people look at them matters way more than what God thinks of them matters way more than what God has called of them matters way more than what God is trying to do for them. But I declare and decree today that right now you will no longer be your guilt. You will no longer be your shame. I feel the Holy spirit. You will no longer be the negative thoughts that the enemy has embedded in your mind about yourself, but you will be love. You will showcase happiness you will showcase joy you will showcase purpose you will showcase the true light that God has always wanted you to be shining bright sitting on a hill that cannot be hidden unto others impacting people sharing your testimony and letting those know that if God can do it for you that he can do it for them you're more than you experiencing being raped and negative thoughts following that you're more than being bullied and the negative thoughts that came from that and the low self-esteem that came from that you're more than being unappreciated and the loneliness that comes from that and the trauma that comes from that God says in his word that we are more than a conqueror he truly made us unique He knew us in our mother's womb. So he could never leave us nor forsake us. He's always there. 
It's just that life comes in like a flood and the enemy uses those things to get us off track. And anytime that we're off track, we are outside of the will of God. And when we're outside of the will of God, we feel as though that he's not there, but he's always there. He's there when you cannot feel him. He's there with you in the trenches. He's there with you when you're low and he has a plan for you. He wants to work through you. He wants to use you. It's time for us to take back the authority and know confidently that God is there. Speak to the enemy and let the enemy know who is the God we serve. Casting him down back to the pit of hell because there is power in the name of Jesus. He just wants you to invite him in so he can get you back in your lane back on course, back in his will so that you can feel connected to him and that you can be reminded that he's there and he's not going anywhere. and He's never going to leave you nor forsake you. And for those who have not experienced him yet or have encountered him yet, this is for you too. This is for you too. This is to knock at your heart and help you want to get a relationship with God so that he could help you during your lowest points. You feel a void there and you wonder why you're never fulfilled is because the only one that could fulfill that place is Jesus. And I promise you, whenever you invite him in, whenever you accept him, you will begin to see all that he is and all that he wants to do through you and how he wants to use you. So he's knocking and all he wants you to do is to simply answer. I hope that this has blessed you all today as much as it blessed my soul because I needed to be reminded of this. And sometimes God will use you to tell your testimony to be able to help other people, but also to remind you just where he brought you from, to remind you just how marvelous he is, to remind you that you are worth it. I'm going to say a quick prayer over each and every last person that is listening And if you found this podcast episode today helpful, be sure to share it with someone else because you never know who you could bless. Father God, I come to you as humbly as I know how giving you honor and praise. God, I thank you for allowing me to be a willing vessel to be used by you, helping those, Lord God, to come closer to you, to encounter you. God, I ask for you to take every pain, Lord God, every heartbreak, every heartache, every trauma, and every trigger right now, Lord God, in your hand, and to heal, set free, and deliver those, Lord God, who feel as though there's no way out, who feel as though they They aren't heard who feel as though that you don't love them, who feel as though you don't hear them, who feel as though that you have forsaken them. God, let it be a reminder to them that you are God all by yourself and that your word is true. And you said that you will never leave nor forsake us. You are with us always, even until the end of time. So God, let them know who you are keep them reminded in who you are plant people in their lives father to help them to come to their rescue to pray for them to fast with them to let them know that they're not in this situation alone to remind them how wonderfully they were made by you to remind them how loved they are by you to remind them how cared for they are by you father i ask for you to give them a divine connection to you 
Let them know that only you and you alone could have done that said thing in their life. And let them never turn from you, but continuously chase after you, seek you more, want more of you. Lord God, I ask for you to bring about unity in their families, in their lives, clarity, wisdom, peace, understanding, love, joy, and happiness, and so much more. God, I thank you. I praise you. God, I give you all honor and glory. In your mighty name, we pray, Jesus. Amen. Guys, you be blessed. Please remember that God is always there and he will never leave you. You are wonderful. You are blessed. You are loved. But most importantly, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Until next time, y'all. Love y'all. Bye.